You're listening to the Film Marketing Academy podcast, the audio series dedicated to helping filmmakers create better film marketing campaigns faster. Join your host, Pascal Fintoni, for what promises to be an exciting and intriguing voyage of discovery filled with advice, stories, and film marketing ideas. Thank you for tuning in. And now, on with today's episode of the Film Marketing Academy podcast. This week's film is a horror film, and it's a horror film that stands out for one reason only. In the entire length of the film, there's only five minutes of dialogue. It is called A Quiet Place. Great film, Pascal. What do you think? It is an outstanding film. I've never been so terrifiedly quiet (laughs) in in my entire existence i mean you're right you know this movie particularly because of the silence but also the the soundscape you're drawn into it and i don't remember even just moving or breathing throughout the whole movie i think the breathing thing was what i remember most about it because you're right it's so it's so quiet and yet they do amplify any sounds that there are so you know standing on a leaf and it crunches you know, the, the the sound production in the film is incredible. And I did find myself sitting there getting out of breath because I was almost <laughs> on the edge of my seat forgetting to breathe. Now, this is tricky because uh, we may have some viewers and listeners who have not seen The Quiet Place. And mm. my goodness, you guys are in for a treat. So we're mm. going to try and not review the film marketing element with, um, with, with spoilers. We're going to try and mm. be very careful. But in mm. general, you need to know that this is a film that takes place, interestingly, in 2020 which at the time was the future because this film came out in 2018. And it follows the story of the Abbott family trying to stay alive after most of the population in the world has been slaughtered by an alien species with hypersensitive hearing. And of course, the only way that you can avoid being attacked and killed by these horrible monsters is to stay very quiet. You know, even speaking making a noise, knocking over a glass or something like that is enough to get them running towards you for miles and miles and miles away. And and it's that that is the hook of the film. And that that isn't going to ruin the film for you. It's how they get round that terrifying concept that makes the film so amazingly entertaining and scary. It is. And I'm going to actually take out an element because it's going to spoil it for you. But you need to know that one of the reasons this movie is also gripping is that the mother is pregnant and is about to give birth. And the whole story is about the family survivor, but also how will she give birth in complete silence with those alien kind of gravitating towards the farm where they are kind of hiding. And what do babies do, Pascal? <laughs> they, well, you can you can work it out. You can work it out. It is it is edge of the seat stuff, you know. As I wasn't I wasn't joking about holding my breath. It is one of those films which you genuinely get sucked into the reality. You know, it's such a it's an alien concept, but the reality they they put it across so well. And again, as you say, the production of the sounds in the film just makes it so real 
and so terrifying. Absolutely. So, I mean, this movie premiered in April 2018, was released soon after. Uh, interestingly, some, some countries had to wait a very long time. Um, Japan, for example, had to wait till September 2018, almost, you know, um, you know an entire uh, half a year. But the success of the film, again, for those of you who don't have seen it, you know, just to let you know that this film was chosen as a, one of the top 10 films of the year in 2018 by the American Film Institute, and there was some fierce competition at the time. So much so that um, A Quiet Place Part 2 has been filmed and produced, was due to be released in March 2020. Uh, we know what happened then, so it's been pushed till April 2021 for now. And hopefully it will get launched in 2021. I'm not going to go into another tirade about <laughs> studios delaying launches, but uh, this is one of the ones up there on the list with No Time to Die, the, the, the new James Bond film. I just wish they would get it out there on demand so we can watch it now. Now, absolutely. So let's begin uh, to talk about the marketing element yeah. of The Quiet yeah. Play, if you don't mind, Roger. I'll begin by reminding you that the trailer was released actually quite early on in November mm-hmm. 2017. Bear in mind that the release was, you know, much some months ago. And there was some very brave decision taken by the production and marketing team, which is we're not going to show the aliens at mm-hmm. all. Mm-hmm. And the trailer would have no sound either. I mean, that's... So good, isn't it? You know, we said earlier when I was doing the content spotlight um, section that you really need to see if you can stand out when you're doing a virtual event. You know, it it probably took guts to put out a trailer with no sound because the natural reaction of people would probably be to bang their computer or shake their phone and think there's something wrong with the sound here. But that's part of the whole. Pro- that's part of the whole appeal, isn't it? Yeah, and the the trailer, uh, which is actually just over two minute mark, showing scenes of survival in complete silence, mm-hmm. really drawing the audience in, thinking, "What are they doing? Why?" That's mm-hmm. the important thing. Is it was a why, mm-hmm. and then it closes with a sentence: "Silence is survival." Wow, <laughs> silence is survival, and and I think they. They actually aired that again, didn't they, during a Super Bowl in February 2018 with an audience of 100 million people. They put an advert out that was totally silent. Yeah. I mean, that's incredible. Because, you know, before and after, I would imagine it'd be all kind of noise and explosions and running and screaming and whatever to entice the audience to go in. And then this one comes along and it's silent. Absolutely. I mean, I'd love to actually see the footage of that stadium when they did that, you know, <laughs> did did everybody all, all of a sudden quiet and write down and sort of did the hush descend over the... St- that would have been incredible if that's what actually happened. Well, I'd imagine some of them thought maybe the audio was broken yeah, or if someone yeah. had messed up, you know. But um, yeah. soon after, the only poster, which I think is also another right decision, there was only one official poster was released, actually showing you know Emily Blunt, who played obviously the, the mother in the film, in the bathtub. You'll know why uh, if you watch the movie. She goes in a black. There's a very kind of foreboding shadow, you know, coming through uh, one of the corridors. But the only text you see on the poster is as follows: "If they hear you, they hunt you." That's it. Wow. <laughs> yeah. And uh, I mean, it's it's a great poster, actually. It is, you know, it's, it, it, it sums everything up. And you've got that tantalizing glimpse 
of the alien with the shadow that it casts on the wall. And and then there were there were more trailers that sneaked out little bits of extra information. Um, you know, the, one of the trailers was a news report about the devastating invasion. Um, then you get that tantalising glimpse of the fact that um, Emily Blunt's character, as you said, was nine months pregnant, uh, prompting that immediate question, how on earth is she going to give birth silently? Um, oh, in- incredible the way they just drip-fed little snippets out there. And, and what they did very cleverly is that they created more why and how then, you know, how mm-hmm. will she give birth silently? Why are they here? You know, all those wonderful things. And then they continued to kind of tease the audience with some social media kind of uh, version of the uh, mini trailers, if you will, Roger. And those were introduced by having a sound wave on the screen mm. almost as the opening sequence and then the sound wave would fade out to reveal a silent scene of the family surviving yeah and there was that sort of thing on facebook where you had to press and hold it on on the mobile to see it like it was like a red button you had to press and hold to watch those tension filled scenes and and this the, this the other one they did which was absolute genius was on Instagram. You know most most of us have the sound uh, muted on our phones, and so quite a lot of what people do on Instagram and Twitter and everything is to say sound on if they want people to actually listen to a video or listen to a story. But what they actually did here was actually tell you to turn your sound off, which again was totally the opposite of what you would expect so another great piece of uh, of teasing marketing there and what i like is that you know they, they created this tagline you know if they hear you they hunt you and they squeeze value out of it and it's back to some of the comments we make you and i roger which is if something is working just make it work harder for you don't invent something new so building a thing on the success of facebook and instagram they went ahead and created an app where you mm-hmm. could download the app and actually monitor how noisy you might be or how noisy your environment is and depending on the level of noise you got safe or hunted as a message on your phone <laughs> so then you could have fun with your friends by maybe walking across you know the courtyard or maybe going to the office or being in your house but you know are you quiet enough to not be hunted by the aliens yeah i mean that that's genius isn't it and again so on brand and so on plot i guess you could say, and it, it just sucks people into how the how the movie operates. That they, they really they really did some impressive stuff with this film. Yeah, man. So so really, there was a proper kind of audience engagement uh, to the mm. point where, in a way, the kind of uh, for, formal media you could call it um, didn't really take the bait. It took a very long time for the press and radio and TV to uh, essentially ask questions about the film because, of course, horror as a genre is not deemed to be worthy of the attention of you know the media. But once uh, all this was out, and once it was known that you know. John Krakinski, excuse me to for butchering his name, and Emily <laughs> Blunt um, were both, to beginning with a couple, not the couple, but also the director, producers, and the actors and performers of the film. Then suddenly the interviews came flowing in. Yeah, absolutely, and and a lot of the interviews did focus on the sound design, as you would expect, because that's what is one of the most impressive parts of the movie. It's it's definitely a film to be listened to. Despite the fact that it's called a quiet place, it's a movie to be listened to. So, what were the what were the takings like, Pascal? Was it a success? Yes. Uh, now, what is interesting in the 
horror genre. Um, there is almost a formula which is you do most of your takings and most of your revenue in that opening weekend. And then after that, audiences get bored or they'll wait much, much later. This movie was essentially viewed and, you know, and appreciated for four weekends in a row. As a result of which, then the media had a second kind of craze. So you had a situation where the uh, the director, I'm going to try and pronounce his name probably now, John Krasinski, that's it, mm. was mm. interviewed to even do a breakdown of scenes. So you had maybe the trailer, you had a scene in the film that people have seen before, but then he was interviewed to explain how he filmed it and so on and so forth. So so I think um, to the point where people are saying, well, maybe it's not just a horror film, maybe it's a thriller, you know, and that kind of thing, because they wanted to try and legitimize uh, the film because horror films are not meant to do that well. Mm. And it was the best opening weekend in history for an original screenplay <laughs> horror movie, wasn't it? Um, I, I, again, I, one of the things that I do remember vividly when I first watched this, what once we got beyond the sound and all of that sort of thing was I thought the monsters were actually quite well designed and quite well realized. You know, in the age of CGI, it it's it, maybe it's quite easy to create a monster and sometimes it's so easy that they just they just either look like cartoons and they, they don't actually get superimposed into the film properly and it looks like they're floating or something. But these these things were genuinely frightening. And that noise they make, so sort of crackling <laughs> noise like that. Again, spine-chilling stuff. Spine-chilling stuff. So I really, really can't wait to see Quiet Place 2. I'd be really interesting to see, you know, what how they take this idea further and tease our senses even more. And I guess the biggest marketing lesson here again it goes back to what we were saying earlier about doing something different to stand out at a virtual conference. They did something different. They created almost an entire new genre here. There's been a few films after which have played with the concept a bit, uh, but this one, it took a risk and the risk paid off. And, and again, you know, please to our viewers and listeners who have not seen the film yet, it is really, really well crafted as a story. You know, you're going to fall yeah. in love with the characters pretty much, you know, from the get-go. You're going to root for them. You're going to fear for them. And you're going to keep wondering how are they going to make, you know, it, and how are they going to survive? How are they going to be able to give birth to the baby? How are they going to be able to find food? And, and I think this kind of survival story is always very, very uh, attractive because you put yourself in, in their place. So I don't know about you, Roger, but I kept thinking, well, what would I do? You know, how would I survive yeah. this? Yeah, absolutely. And... One of the things that I liked, and we, you picked this up, is that Stephen King, who is the world's greatest living horror writer, isn't he? He's written so many books and had so many films made of his books. But he said in a tweet, A Quiet Place is an extraordinary piece of work, terrific acting, but the main thing is the silence and how it makes the camera's eye open wide in a way few movies manage. And I think that that is where we should leave our discussion of a quiet place. And we now I am tempted. I am very quietly. Yes, <laughs> I am tempted. I am tempted just to leave it now, and let the rest of the podcast be just silence. But I'd like to thank everybody for coming along and either watching the show or listening to the show. We really do appreciate you taking the time 
to watch or listen to us. Please do leave us some comments wherever it is that you consume this podcast, audio or video. Leave us a comment, ask us questions, give us suggestions for films you'd like us to talk about, content you'd like us to review. And do please give us your feedback on the show. Thank you for watching Two Geeks in a Marketing Podcast. And until next time, go out there and make sure that your marketing is done right. As always, I was Roger Edwards and he was Pascal Fintoni. Thank you for listening to the Film Marketing Academy podcast, the audio series dedicated to helping filmmakers create better film marketing campaigns faster. For more information about our film marketing consultancy and training services, go to filmmarketingacademy.com and book your free discovery video call. And if you haven't already, don't forget to subscribe and follow your host on social media for more updates. 